Hello again, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Real Talks. I'm your host, David Steele, and I'm flying solo today. Illawa will be back on Thursday. Just a friendly reminder, if you like what you're hearing, you can always follow us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Just search Real Talks. That's R-E-E-L Talks. Just like my name, S-T-E-E-L-E. Also, you can follow us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Wannabe Rounder, LinkedIn, and on Instagram at DCaduto. She can be found on LinkedIn as well and on Instagram at E-L-O-R-A-Z-E-M. Just a couple of quick announcements. Our Patreon channel is now live. You can find it by typing Real Talks into the search bar. Let me tell you a little about it. We're offering five different levels to support us at. $5, $10, $20, $30, and $40. If you do choose to support us, you'll have the opportunity to get some great perks, such as earning your name shouted out before every podcast, cool merch, and if you're one of our major contributors, you'll get a one-hour monthly Zoom meeting with Illua and myself. For more details, just head on over to the website. I'll leave the link in the description. Which leads me to my next big announcement. Flashback Fridays are now underway, and we're a few weeks in. This is where Ann Cargard and myself will be discussing films from the past. The last film we talked about was Iron Man 2. And then we will be doing every single MCU movie in chronological order. Stay tuned for this week's episode where we will be discussing Thor. I can't reiterate enough. Hit that follow button so you never miss a podcast. So this week I want to talk about something that drives Hollywood. Well actually three things. Reboots, remakes, and sequels. I'm going to give you a basic definition of what they are and the differences between them. And then I'm going to give you some examples of each. But before we get started, we do have to take a quick time out. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Leadership. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starfleet Leadership Academy. It's ongoing mission to develop leaders through Star Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. A Star Trek podcast told through the lens of leadership development. Subscribe today. The Starfleet Leadership Academy. Welcome back. So the main reason I wanted to talk about this subject today is because in the month of May, we've already had a remake be released in Firestarter, which bombed the box office last week making a meager $3.8 million opening weekend. And then at the end of the month, we'll be having the highly anticipated sequel, Top Gun Maverick, being released. We had certified Rotten Tomatoes movie critic Ryan McQuaid on not too long ago, and here were his thoughts. I am am interested in seeing the new Top Gun film. Okay. I know that 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 one to me, because I love that Tom Cruise keeps trying to kill himself for our pleasure. <laughs> and I think that that for all of us is, is a, a treat. And that movie has been delayed for such a long time. The original Top Gun is, is one of those staple action films of the eighties and it's going to be premiering at the Cannes film festival. And I'm sure some of us might see it before. Definitely. We'll all see it after that premiere, but it will, it will be, it's one of those, like, it's like Dune. It's like a lot of films that were delayed because of the pandemic. You know, we, we're going to finally get to experience that. And on a big screen, like, that's the one thing you can say, you know, about Tom Cruise movies 
let alone, you know, you can separate the man here from, from the films. His Mission Impossible films, this Top Gun movie, they have a sense of scope. Yeah. And the ability to want us to go and see it on the on the giant screen, the biggest screen possible with the loudest sound and everything. So I'm very much looking forward to that film. Over the past several decades, Hollywood has begun placing a larger emphasis on bringing back IPs or intellectual properties that are familiar rather than creating new ones. The reason for this is that if you can introduce a whole new generation to it, the studios will be able to profit from them for years to come. The most recent example of this is the Star Wars franchise with The Force Awakens in 2015, which made $936 million domestically and $1.1 billion overseas, making it over a $2 billion film. It's fourth in all-time earnings, only behind Titanic at $2.2 billion, Avengers Endgame at 2.7, and at number one is Avatar with 2.8 billion. Ironically, James Cameron directed two out of three of these films, earning a combined $5 billion. With Avatar 2, The Way of Water coming at the end of the year, who knows how much that will make. Okay, so now that we have that established, let's talk about the first subject, reboots. Okay. So let's dive right into this first uh, topic of the three, which is a reboot. And let me give you the definition of what a reboot is, because it is different than a remake. A reboot usually refers to a franchise rather than a single film, and it involves a story that completely ignores all or some of the series' previous entries. Now, that's important because there have been plenty of reroutes before. So, I mean, you, you can, there have been some good ones and there are some bad ones. And we all know when we see good movies and bad movies what they are. So, let me give you a couple of examples of some good reboots. 2009. And, and by the way, when I say this, film is subjective. So if you think that this, these weren't good, you know, our, our opinions may differ on a few of these. Uh, the 2009 Star Trek. I, I really like that one myself. It was, it was a good reboot. It was a good telling, a retelling of the story that J.J. Abrams did. Saw the young Captain Kirk. We saw the young Spock. Yeah, I think that one was was well done, and the story really fitted. Uh, another one, Batman Begins. I mean, it was much better than you know, the last the last entry you had, or one of the other entries that the Joel Schumacher one. So, yeah, um, Batman Begins with a nice reboot. We all know the story of Batman and how his parents got killed, but. This was from a different angle, in a different perspective. Um, one of the other ones, the Planet with Planet of the Apes franchise, that was a good reboot. It was, I mean, for the time, the, the Charlton Heston ones were okay. But th these were really, really good. So th those are just a few of how, a few movies of how, a few movies, I should say, 
or franchises that did their first film well and they kept their audience and they and so they wanted to go back and see them. I'll talk when I when I get to sequels, I'll talk about a few of the sequels from this and how those how it's very difficult to make a sequel as good as the original. And there are some out there. Uh, I'll talk about those when we get there. But so reboots, though, are basically made for studios because let's face it, the idea and the, the property is already there for them. All they have to do is come up with a new story. Everybody knows the characters. Everybody knows Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock and, and Bones. And so they all, all they had to do was come up with a new twist for it. I mean, Star Trek is one of the most remade franchises. Um, Star Wars. So that one, another, another uh, reboot, if you will. So, I mean, that one ignored some of it but but yeah those those are the ones i think are um the very good ones okay so let's get into our next topic here and that is remakes and this is the one that i think everybody knows because remakes are that much more popular of a word than reboot so a remake is most easily defined as a second pass at a previous told story, a new version of an older film that maintains its basic plot. Remakes can invent entirely new things or stick close to the original work, all depending on the studio and creative team involved. So this is the the phrase that everybody really knows when they talk about movies. They'll say, oh, they're remaking that. This is that term, a remake not a reboot. So let me give you a couple of examples of a remake. One of the oldest films out there, and that's been remade a few times, is King Kong. Now that's been remade uh, three or four times. You had the first one, which was done in 1933. Then you had 1976. And then most recently you had Kong Skull Island, um, which wasn't bad, by the way. I, I, I saw Kong Skull Island. It wasn't bad. But, so here are a couple, so a bad remake, what we were just talking about at the top of the show, is Firestarter. This was just a horrible, horrible movie all the way around, and it really showed only grossing almost $4 million. So, I mean, the original was made back in 1983 with a very young Drew Barrymore, but still, it had no business being made. I'll be curious to see if something like a Pet Cemetery which comes out in September, if that has uh, as poor numbers, or was it because Doctor Strange was still out? Because that that Doctor Strange made $64 million this weekend. So did that have something to do with it, or was the movie just bad? You know, it could be a combination of both. We'll never know. So here's a couple of other examples of remakes that were really, really good. Uh, a Star is Born, the 2008 version directed by Matthew uh, Bradley Cooper. Unbelievable movie. How he didn't get nominated for Best Director is beyond me. Um, I I still think Lady Gaga should have won for Best Actress, but once again, film is subjective. Uh, Ironically, I had never heard her voice prior to 
that movie. I hadn't even heard any of her songs. So when I heard her sing Shallow for the first time, my hairs were standing up in my arm. Unbelievable. It's one of my f- most favorite songs now. So, but the the whole whole thing was just incredible from beginning to end. And you saw the rise of One Star and Alley, and you saw Jackson falling even from the beginning. You know, one of the first scenes, you see him get in the, the limo when he's completely drunk. And when you see, you know, the driver's trying to go around, trying to f- find a hotel, and he stops at a stop sign, and one of the billboards has a rope on it, on the on the facade. It took me four times to actually find that. That's how well thought out and well put it was. And of course, that was for foreshadowing for later on, but just a fantastic movie. Sam Elliott, unbelievable performance. He actually got nominated for an Academy Award, which was nice to see. But yeah, that remake was just out of sight. It was out of sight. I love, I love that movie. Um, Ocean's Eleven, the 2001 version. Of course, the, you know, the Rat Pack made their version back in the 60s with, you know, Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr. and all that. But the, uh, the 2001 version was really, really good. It had a star-studded cast to it, you know, George Clooney and Brad Pitt and Don Cheadle and Bernie Mac and all. And just, it was Andy Garcia. It was just really good. Julia Roberts. I mean, it was a stacked cast. And I loved it. It was just an amazing movie. And subsequently, you know, they went on and made an Ocean's 12 and an Ocean's 13, which, you know, are sequels. But that one for its time was unbelievable. So I, I think so there are a couple of remakes for you. I mean, of course, you have, you know, the 2017 Beauty and the Beast, The Lion King, you know, that came out a couple years ago. Just so all so what I'm getting at here is remakes are the most uh, popular term, but they're not necessarily the most popular of the three. The one we'll talk about here in a minute is is the most popular one, hands down. And this is the one that really drives Hollywood. So let's move into the final the final topic, if you will. And that is sequel. Everybody knows what a sequel is. It is a continuation of the story. A sequel is a film that continues the story from a previous film taking place in the same continuum and acknowledging the events from the previous movie occurred. And this is the movie that everybody knows. When I say movie, it's the kind of movie that everybody knows. It is the one that everybody looks forward to because they get to see their favorite characters again or maybe they want him killed off. But this is the one that everybody knows. So Top Gun Maverick, what's coming out in a couple weeks, that is absolutely a sequel. Uh, you bring back Tom Cruise, and you're, he's continuing the story as Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. So this is where he goes back to Top Gun and has to train a whole new generation of fighter pilots. So that is that is absolutely a sequel. So let me give you a couple of great sequels. 
And by the way, let me just say this. Sequels are so difficult to top. There's only a handful, and I mean a handful, that I can probably count on one hand that say, yes, this movie is better than the original. And that's hard to do because the expectation is already out there for the audience. And when you make such a good movie and fans want or moviegoers want another good movie or a great movie, it is so difficult. So all that being said, let me give you a couple. 1972, probably one of the greatest sequels ever made. And that's The Godfather 2. Every single person that I've talked to and I discussed The the Godfather with easily says The Godfather 2 is a better film than the original because we get to go back and we get to see how Vito Corleone became this Don and how he was able to raise his children and manage his family and, and become successful. Unbelievable movie. Uh, Robert De Niro is incredible. I mean, you see glimpses of Al Pacino, you know, the, the fast-forwarding, the past and the present are mixed in very, very well. Phenomenal sequel. Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, 1980. I don't think there's a better sequel to be made. It's, it's on the, let's put it this way, it's on the short list of the greatest sequels ever made. Just because... It had one of the best twists of all time. And Luke, I'm your father. Nobody, but nobody saw that coming. And it was a twist that, I mean, so iconic. It's used today. And it's just, I could go on for hours about The Empire Strikes Back. It was that good. And how Luke had to come to grips with his father being this dark person. And yeah, it was just, well... Also, the Industrial Light and Magic had been uh, established, and George Lucas had actually used the profits from Star Wars because it was so successful in 1977 and made so much do Empire. And, you know, Empire and Return of the Jedi in 1983 had one of the very first uses of green screen on the speeder bike chase. So, you know, it was very interesting to see how. That was done. But Empire Strikes Back is one of the greatest sequels of all time. And a, I, a lot of people think this, The Dark Knight. Not just because of Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger made his Joker because you can always say, well, who's the best Joker? Or who's the best Batman? But it was the story. It was a combination of a lot of things. It was Heath Ledger's Joker. Absolutely. It was the stunts. That were, that were pulled off. It was the action. It was the love triangle. Just everything about it. And it was a fantastic movie. And another movie, I'm going to put it right in there. And we'll be talking about this in probably five or six weeks on Flashback Friday. Is Captain America the Winter Soldier. That is a movie that is... And yes, it is a sequel to Captain America the First Avenger. And probably, I know for me, it's a top five MCU film. Um, That movie had everything you wanted. It had the action. 
It had just enough romance to it. It had the comedy. It had the political thriller angle. It had the stars. So what they were able to do with that movie was unbelievable. So sequels are the biggest thing that drive Hollywood. And I mean, whether you're talking about Harry Potter or Star Wars or Fast and Furious or name any other franchise you want, it's all about the sequels. It's all about the continuation of the story of those characters in that timeline. So this is what Hollywood thrives on. And they will continue to go back to this year in and year out. And as long as movies are going to be made, then this is how they're going to make their money. So it's when movies are done well, and anybody will tell you this, when movies are done well, sequels are always so much fun because you get to see the characters, you get to see the stories that go along with them, and it's, it's a great time. So, but when they're not done well, then that's when people lose interest. And it looks like from everything that I'm hearing and everything I'm reading, you know, on Twitter and, and, you know, in the trades and everything else, that this Top Gun Maverick is better than the original. And is that possible? We'll have to find out in a couple of weeks. Um, and if that's the case, that's going to go on the short list of movies for me that is better than the sequel. Now, what constitutes that? It has to be well-written. It has to make me laugh. It has to make me cry, possibly. It has to it has to evoke emotion out of me. That's what it has to do. It has to evoke emotion out of me. Because if I don't if I don't get emotional to some extent, whether I'm happy or I'm sad or I'm upset because they killed a character I liked, then it's just another movie. So we'll see how and what new sequels and new reboots and new remakes come out this year. Um, we have so much, you know, coming out this year. We've got Top Gun coming out at the end of this month. We've got Thor at the in the first week of July. We've got uh, Lightyear coming out, which is not even, it's not a reboot. It's not a sequel. It's not a, a remake either. It's an original movie, which is going to be interesting to see how well that does. So, of course, we have a, the third and final movie in the new Jurassic World, World trilogy and Dominion coming out on June 10th. So we have a lot of stuff coming out. Um, I should say, middle of June, uh, Flash uh, Sci-Fi Sunday had to get put is probably going to come out in the middle of June, not the first week of June, but it will be out. And Jeff Aiken and I, who by the way, if you have not heard the interview, it was a, it was a great interview. If you've not heard his interview, go back and take a listen to that. He was a really really uh, fun time to talk to. Um. So Jeff Aiken and I will be doing all of the Star Trek movies one by one. And just like Flashback Friday, we're going to be doing all of the Star Trek movies. And then we're going to be doing all of the Star Wars movies. And then we'll be doing individual sci-fi movies after that. So not that will be, a, I'm going to let everybody know up front, that will be a subscription service. 
probably like $6.99 a month. Um, you know, you'll definitely get a shout out. So everybody that subscribed will absolutely get a shout out. And look at it like this. For $5, you're paying for a gallon of gas. This is only a few bucks more and you're going to get your name shouted out on every single podcast. And that's going to be over 20 of them. That will be fun. Um, and then, yeah, we, we, so the main podcast, if you don't want to subscribe, not to worry. We also have the main podcasts like these. We have the weekly roundup and Illa will will be back tomorrow. And we do have flashback Friday for you. So that's, you're going to be at a whole boatload of stuff. And I'm, I'm looking into getting some new guests to mix it up. So, um, yeah. So this is, you know, bigger and better things. Please. If you can, and if you are listening to this, drop me a, uh, shoot me a tweet on Twitter and tell me that you, you know, you're listening and ask me a couple questions and maybe occasionally we'll do a, uh, if I get enough of them, we'll do a, uh, a Q and a maybe for the 50th or we'll, we'll definitely have something special in a few months. We are definitely going to do something special for the hundredth episode. And I know it seems like that's a long way away. Well, this will be our my twenty fifth episode, so hundred isn't that far. So yeah, we'll probably if if everything works out, it'll probably be right around the end of the year. So we'll definitely do like a Q and A, or maybe we'll even stream it. That will be a fun. Yeah, we might even stream it. I'll, I'll think about it. So until next week, I'm David Steele, and you've been listening to Real Talk. <laughs>